This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Best. Welcome back. Is this episode 68? I think It is, dude. So. It's episode 68. It's Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. My name is Kevin Deers. We have Ryan the Beard and Travis the Virus up. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah! And uh, you may notice that Axis of Ian, otherwise known as Ian, he is gone this week. He's at a wedding over in eastern Washington, crashing a wedding, you know, sipping some wine, hanging with some fine single ladies that be throwing the the flowers that they're garter. Uh. The flowers? I think. Uh, the flowers, yeah, that's right. And then the uh, the actual groom, he throws the garter. That's right. And then all the single men are doomed to a life of marriage and Gross. and uh, sitcoms. Anyways, it is Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. So we, we talk about metal. We talk about, you know, getting backstage, man. Yeah, what'd you do this week, dude? Uh, what did I do this week? I went and saw Origin as well as Christian. Ingested. I did not catch Ingested, but they were on the show. And uh, what else? Aeon. There was a lot of bands on that show. Is that Studio Seven? I saw that show. Um, yeah, I was. I was kind of bummed out. I missed that one. I was. Christian brought it. Yeah, I. I bet they did. That that band rules, man. I, I was busy playing my own show with Fuck the Facts. Fuck the Facts. Tell us about that show, right? Well, they were fun. It was, it's really good band. Really great people. It was. It's a really fun show. Yeah? Not not really much to talk about. It was Why don't just... you give us a little bit more detail? Stop being so fucking vague. Uh, they're a band and they play that heavy, angry music stuff. I'm just playing. Man. Yeah. But right on. Was that the Highline? Yeah, man. Cool. Right on, man. And uh, what's going on in your personal life, Ryan? Have you been sleeping okay? I, I've, been, I've been sleeping all right. Nice. Been getting some good snoozes. Good. And uh, your recording studio is how, what percent... Uh, in like the the like process it's, of of finishing it, it all up, it's like ninety five percent there, man. I need uh, I need one more day of sunny weather so I can finish um, spraying the uh, the fireproofing uh, spray chemicals all over the um, the fabric that's going to cover my acoustic treatments. So like the finishing touches. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the finishing touches. So I'm kind of crossing my fingers for just one more sunny day. Yeah. To finish that up, and then after that, bring the rains. Ryan the Beard is going to be holed up all winter long in his recording studio producing nothing but badass music. He'll be occasionally coming out to check the mail and go get a cheeseburger yeah, or I, like 20 and then go back into his room. And you know, when I had my uh when I had my horrible bout of food poisoning the other week, I discovered the glory that is Instacart. What is Instacart? All right, so you you pay somebody like 5 bucks and they do all your shopping for you and the first time was free. So I put together my like my shopping list of things that I needed to get myself better because yeah. I was very sick. And this lady brought him over and it was like this kind of grandma looking lady and she came over and she was like, "Oh dear, you look so sick. Here's all your food stuff. Do you need help?" I was like, "No. Instacart. I'm good." 
with a grandma yeah. doing your shopping. Yeah, it was it, it was great, but I it's I only mean, five bucks. Well, I mean, it's 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 like five ten bucks something like that. The first time was free though, so I was just like, screw it, you know. Instacart. I'm, I'm not walking my happy ass to the grocery. I'm gonna poop. Yeah, you're gonna. So you were. This is when you were shitting and puking at the same time. Exactly, man. That that is a whole new level of hell. It's it's really really bad. Ugh. Not fun at all. No, nah, that's like the Ouroboros of illness right there. It it was it was a sight to behold. I I did discover how awesome Mazzy Star is. So I was listening to that while some, I was some chill '90s music. Yeah, yeah. Did it just kind of just soothe you while you were? Yeah. Like so I'm shit? like sitting on the can, pooping and vomiting at the same time. I had a garbage can in front of me for when it came out the other end, so I had both ends covered. And I was listening to Mazzy Star, and about halfway through this process, I started laughing my tail off because the contrast between the music and the horrors that I was committing in my bathroom was just really effing hysterical. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Sounds like a David Fincher film. Sounds graphic. <laughs> yeah, man. It could be a Carnotaurus music video. It could be. There you go. I'll just have to get food poisoning again. Should talk to Brad about that. <laughs> Uh, the new Slayer <laughs> record came out this week, and I went and picked that up today on sale. And I like it, man. I like. I can't say I love the whole record, like all the way through, yet. But I'm digging it, and uh, I think I'll give it a few more listens. I, I definitely not going to say it's the best Slayer record by far. Um, no, I'm. I'm gonna. I need to give it another listen through. But I have to say, my my first time through, I was not that not impressed. Stoked. It it, it feels kind of kind of rushed and half-assed written and just kind of lazy and it's flat together. stock! It's... I don't know. I, I was... I was hoping for more. But at the same time, I'm, I'm kind of... I feel like this is the first one of them kind of getting their legs back, you know? I feel like yeah. I feel like Slayer as a band, they just got out of the hospital learning how to walk again, man. Give them one record before they're, you know... Spritting and back to form. I want to hear what Gary Holt has to contribute to Slayer. See, that's that's what I've been I've been saying that for months. That'd be kind of cool to hear how Gary Holt writes a Slayer song. Would he would he write it how he thinks Slayer would write the song, or would he just write it how he wants to write it? That's I don't know. When when you join a band that already has like an iconic sound and people know what they hear, you can't really screw hear with that too much. Yeah, but but would it start to sound too much like Exodus? Would it be Slexodus? Slexodus. <laughs> Slayer cross the Exodus. Yes, Slexodus. Travis, what what's your opinion on that, man? Oh, you, on 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 Slexodus. On <laughs> do you want to hear what Gary Holt has to contribute to Slayer? Would you like um, to hear a Gary well, Holt yeah. written Slayer? Song? What's the point of having a, a legendary guitarist like Gary Holt in your band if you're not going to utilize him to his fullest potential? I mean, b- before all this started, uh, uh, Carrie King said was quoted as saying, "Oh yeah, Slayer fans aren't ready for that." But <laughs> no, I think we are ready for that. He's been playing with the band for several years now. We've all gotten used to the idea, and I think that if he did contribute to the songwriting mm-hmm. on the new album, it would it would be much better. Yeah, because the last couple Exodus albums are just full of killer riffs. Absolutely, and right. I think that yeah, maybe it would sound a little bit like like Exodus. But what do you want? It's Gary Holt, but it, he, but Kerry King would be there to balance it out. I think that if they collab had collaborated on the album, there'd be more badass thrash songs on it. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I think so too. Travis, you are the guest this week, so we got to ask you. We got to grill you. What have you been up to, man? And then the, I, we know you have a second job, or you have a second job now. You are a, you were a manager at an apartment complex that I actually live in. Full disclosure. I am a landlord. Yes, and I force people to pay their rent. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, and he's the most metal landlord of all. Is Kevin on time with his rent? Oh yes. Yeah. He's 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 one of the good ones. Yes, he's one of the good ones. He pays his bills on time. He cleans up after himself, and no one ever complains about him. Hmm. There nice. You go. Yeah. Wait, way to go, so Kevin! In the future, not people off. In the future, if you feel like renting uh, anything to Kevin, he's reliable. What can I say? Yes. Classy guy. So, are, um, are you going to fill up that whole apartment complex with metalheads? Because that'd be um, kind of rad to have like metalhead tower. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, you don't the metal house. I'm working on it. <laughs> one at a time. One at a time. They'll be moving out. They'll be moving in. Um, so y- your second job, have you been finding time to listen to any new music and go to shows and whatnot? Uh, well, yeah, I've been, uh, yeah, lots of great new stuff's been out. The new Hate Eternal album is just amazing, as always. Um, been listening to the new Nile. Uh, you were mentioning the catalepsy. new Cattle, Cattle Decapitation, too. Oh, the new Cattle Decapitation just rips. I love it. Uh, there's a lot more usage of that strangulated sort of melodic but in human voice that you were Travis saying Ryan like does. alien melodic alien voice it sounds like an alien trying to sing <laughs> human words and and uh, Travis Ryan does a great job of of making it melodic yet still like weird and 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 fucked up sounding yeah nobody's gonna hear it and go like hey what's this this Singies, sounds great yeah yeah it's not like he's a Treyu or something. He's singing, but it's in a fucking weird way. So yeah. it still sounds like cattle decapitation, you know. Uh, anyways, yeah. So uh, right on, man. Y- did you did you get to go to that Chrissian show the other night? I did. Chrissian nice. just ripped. I, I always make it a point to see them because uh, the f- first time I saw them, they were playing with Arsis, and that was supposed to be them, Arsis. Hypocrisy, and I believe aborted. And for some reason, there was problems with visas at the border. So, of course, and so they're always half are. the bands dropped off. Chrisian played to like twenty people, but they still just fucking killed. And so, yeah, just they didn't care that there was only twenty people. They just still kicked ass. So I said that was great. I'm gonna, I, I will see them now every time they come to Seattle. That's a verbal contract with me and them. They don't know it yet, but <laughs> it's there, man. But I'm throwing it out there. It's fucking there, right throwing on, my hat man. In the ring. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us today. We're gonna launch into some news, and I gotta tell you, Ian's not here. I don't really know where the intro is for the news, so I'm yeah, I'm pulling up a different news intro for this week only. Ian, where is it? Metal Shop Backstage Pass News of the Metal World. Metal Shop's Backstage Pass News. Not so much news this week, but what is news is, is always interesting. Uh, so thank you for listening and good night. I'm just playing. Uh, Cynic is breaking up officially. Um, Cynic is an awesome progressive death metal band. That definitely made its mark and definitely influenced a lot of bands. And they got back together, and then I think they kind of temporarily broke up, and then they got back together, and now they're breaking up. And it's all interesting because we're seeing it transpire. Um, some members of Cynic are locked out accordingly of... of supposedly. Uh, supposedly locked out of some social media like Facebook. So here's one that uh, was written on the Cynic Facebook I'm being accused of shutting Paul out of this page. However, he cannot post and delete posts on this page, so I have no idea what he's talking about. In regards to this last-minute cancellation, it is his own actions that caused this. Sean Malone was well aware of the situation when flying home. Is Sean Malone still touring? That question will answer everything, won't it? 
and people saying, we want Cynic, we want Cynic. So the band is going through some drama. Uh, Paul from the band wrote, Dear fans and friends, this is all news to me. I just landed from Japan and my inbox was exploding. Sean didn't confer with myself or Malone about Cynic's official breakup or the tour being canceled. I'm honestly somewhat relieved it's finally over since it's been quite challenging over the years, but I'm also trying to figure out how to possibly salvage this tour with a new drummer since the damage he's causing by pulling out at this last minute is inconceivable for me at the moment. Please share this message with friends or fans as Sean has taken me off of a Facebook page so I can't access it at the moment. Love to you all. I apologize for the drama, but sometimes life gets messy. Fuck, man. That's, it's not fun to see that happen. It sucks. It seems like it just came out of nowhere, too. Cynic, keep it together, guys. And, like, I don't know. If there's going to be drama, just keep it off the Facebook because, you know. I mean, I guess we're guilty because we're reporting on it, but it's out there. It was on, you know, it was on all the metal sites this week anyways, but. Be a man. Go knock on your homie's door and be like, hey, dude, we got some issues we got to work out. Absolutely. I got a sixer here. Let's sit down figure this out. Let's not just secretly do things and post it just on Facebook and be all passive aggressive. And I'm surprised they don't live in Northwest. I mean, it's not a tray you. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It is not. It's not. Yeah. Let's be adults here. <laughs> uh, so Metalocalypse is uh, possibly coming back with your help. Well, it's not official or anything, but uh, Brandon Small, when interviewed uh, recently for, what was the magazine? Was it Guitar? Ultimate Guitar. Uh, Brendan Small says, Fans have desperately been waiting for the release of Season 5 of Metalocalypse. What's the current situation for the final conclusion? If there is any chance for it to be made of Netflix? Brendan said, Here's all that I know. I have had a final story I really like, and I think since Hulu currently has a license for the streaming rights, I believe there would be a good chance for the final story. If they were to partner with Adult Swim, then maybe we'd have a chance for the shows that still have a strong audience that the network can no longer afford. Get on Twitter or Facebook and tell Hulu how much you love Metalocalypse, and who knows what will happen. I mean, this is obviously uh, something that has happened in the past, with Family Guy coming back due to fans' demand, Arrested Development, um... Wet Hot American Summer, all kinds of shows that have been a long, away for quite a while, and fans just demanded it and demanded it and demanded it, and uh, it became a reality. And with online streaming content, you can just binge watch it all, and it's uh, it's cool. It's it's like major networks don't necessarily have to devote a ton of money to it. Airtime, you can just watch it whenever the f*** you want. I, I support that, man. We should do it. So tweet it out. If you're on Twitter right now, if you're listening to this podcast on your phone, just open up Twitter real quick and, and tweet at Hulu and say, we want Metalocalypse Season 5. Let's do it. So Pennsylvania hardcore front woman, um, let's see, uh, what is this, this chick's name? Haley Eddie? Yeah, uh, she's she sings for a band called Counterfeit. Get that. Isn't yeah. that funny? That's yeah. so funny. Very So ironic. fitting. So anyway, um, she was claiming to have a stage three type B cervical cancer and has been had a GoFundMe campaign up. She's raised over $3,000 to help her, you know, deal with the treatment since, I mean, cancer is f***ing expensive. It's medical bills suck ass. Um, and so it's really cool that the entire hardcore community was chipping in and helping her out and all these different charities were really had her back until it turned out that guess what? She doesn't have cancer at all. Wow. What a bitch fraudulent bitch not cool man not cool yeah so yeah hardcore cares says 
We will not seek any legal action against Hal Etty. We will not spend any more time, energy, or resource on this matter. We still have a great amount of respect for the three other members of Counterfeit. Let it be known that these existing members are in no way a part of the fraud. Our heart and respect go out to all that gave, donated, and backed uh, Holly in her time of need. This will not be the straw that breaks the camel's back for HCC. We will continue our mission. We will continue to grow, and we will continue to give when and where we can. Yeah. What a c- all right. Seriously, yeah, I, I, I can't I, believe there's people that still like will will fucking do this. Travis, you wanna you wanna rant on this one for yeah, a minute? yeah. I do want to rant on this one for a bit because I've known people that have been really really sick with terminal diseases, and I'm sure you guys have too. I'm sure you listeners have, and just the whole thing about like oh give me money because I'm sick, but I'm not actually sick. Just playing on people's emotions and because people think they're trying to help you. And when you're in a really hard, really difficult time in your life, fighting for your life, when really you just you're too lazy to go out and get a job or figure out different ways to make money or save money. No, fuck you, fuck that chick, and fuck anybody that ever pretends to be sick just to get money. Yeah, it's fucking. That's yeah. what I have to fucking say about that. It's garbage. That's pathetic and it's sad. Um. Another thing that's kind of strange, uh, this week it was <laughs> posted on an Instagram account by Bazillion Points that uh, in Germany there are several people that are like trying to censor the Iron Maiden Eddie face off the new album, uh, The Book of Souls. There was a big banner for Iron Maiden's record, and over it some, uh, some concerned citizens put a sign that in German... Uh, translates in English to, There are several kindergartens and primary schools in the immediate area. This poster has no business being here. So Eddie is too scary for the German children. They're very distraught. Not cool. Iron Maiden's been around for so long. Like, at least in European countries, isn't Eddie as recognizable as Mickey Mouse now? Uh, yeah. You would I think. Mean, uh, yeah. I don't know. I he he could be scary to little kids, but at the same time, any movie posters out there, like for horror movies, kind of frightening. Um, there's all kinds of things frightening in this world. There, for as many kids that are frightened, there's probably like a couple that are like, Fuck yeah, and it'll turn them on to Iron Maiden forever, and they'll be forever changed. See, that would be awesome. Exactly. I'll take all those kids crying for like those few. That really get changed. I think a couple traumatized kids is worth another generation of Iron Maiden fans. Fucking a, I would dig that man. Uh, weird news story here: San Antonio newscaster learns the hard way that you can't show guars or fake on television. Um, so this this is kind of a weird article. Um, so uh, he. Basically, what happened was uh, a couple of seconds of live Guar footage got shown, and Blothar's new, the the new front person from uh, Guar, it has an udder. It's it's not the cuttlefish of Cthulhu, and it it looks, I guess the the udder the the nips of the udder are looking kind of phallic. Yeah, they. But the, it's still obviously an udder, like very distinctly an udder, and um. I guess a couple of seconds of the other was shown on TV, and uh, the quote is, um, the lead singer reportedly was wearing a cod piece sporting a couple of prosthetic pieces that weren't sufficiently blurred, and a few seconds of the video made it onto the Fox Affiliates early morning news sh show Wednesday. The mistake, confirmed Street, marked the end of his eight-year tenure at the Fox Affiliate. 
first as a movie critic, then a video journalist, and finally as a host of his own feature. So this guy lost his job from showing two seconds of an utter. Wow. Hmm. They I, can't handle the utter. It does look like a you're disease. You're telling me it's that kind they... of like four disease pieces. <laughs> but nobody's junk like that. You can't mistake that for human genitals. It's like, obviously fake. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. look at it on TV and it's obviously fake. And I'm sure that it's the news. I'm sure they've shown much worse things than that. Oh, yeah. Every single day. Uh, wow. All right. Well, sorry that dude had to lose his job. Maybe he can get a job. Um, working for Guar. Working for Guar. That'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> Guar, reach out to this guy. He's a, he's a, he's a real, he's down. He's down to show it. Um, there's some Twitter beef going on, guys. Twitter it's hot beef. in the streets. Between the band Most Precious Blood and Thy Art is Murder. Quite a few years back, a band called Most Precious Blood, uh, former members of Indecision, an awesome band, really, really cool New York hardcore band. They put out a record called Our Lady of Annihilation. It had the uh, Lady Guadalupe with a uh, bunch of dynamite strapped to her on the album cover. Now, Thy Art is Murder from Australia, a band that was on uh, Mayhem Festival this past summer, has a new album called Holy War with a child with a bunch of dynamite strapped to her. It looks almost the same style, um, very, very similar. And, I mean, I can't say they were ripping them off, but it's obviously influenced by it. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know though. Thy Art is Murder. I don't know if they have good enough musical taste to know who Most Precious Blood is. But if they do, uh, that's, that's fucking weak. Thy Art is Murder called them out on, or I'm sorry, Most Precious Blood called out Thy Art is Murder on Twitter and said, Is this the band that stole our album cover? Band from Disney? Whoa, watch out for these maniacs. Lamb Goat replied, Shots fired. And then Thy Art is Murder said, Sorry, we preferred Indecision. <laughs> Most Precious Blood said, but when we toured Australia, you followed us to every show. Regardless, you ripped off our album cover. Blatant. Pathetic. Thy Artist Murder said, never saw your album covers. Ours looks better anyways. <sighs> internet tough guys again. Fucking internet tough guys. Thy art is being tough on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Super hard from Australia. Uh, so Gehenna is going to be bringing Seattle band Theories on tour. This is going to be rad awesome theories Sweet. theories put out a new record uh called regression in 2015 and it'll definitely be in the top 20 i believe uh it'll be in my top 20 it's a killer record that band rules they went on a, a like a three four week tour this past summer with ringworm uh goat whore and black breath that is a killer tour and they had some good stories when they came back they said that the uh, singer of ringworm human furnace would just do like Hardcore 101, where he would just like drink a beer and everyone would be sitting around and he would just be telling stories about back in the day and everyone would just be mesmerized. He would just tell all these crazy stories about getting in fights with people with integrity and, you know, like uh, all the weird, sketchy Cleveland hardcore shit from the 90s. So, uh, good times, man. Uh, theories, it's going to be uh, October 22nd at Seattle at the Black Lodge with Landmine Marathon. Theories, Gehenna. Landmine Marathon at the Black Lodge. That's going to be packed as fuck. Then at Portland at the Panic Room and on down. They're also playing Eugene, which is rad. Mm. I uh, I did a lot of hanging out in Eugene when I was uh, growing up. My That's where my mom is from. So Hippie town. Can't say I've uh, seen too many flyers for like extreme metal shows there, but who knows? And here on Metal Shop's Backstage Pass, episode 68, we just... You know, got real dirty there for a second. But we're going to get even dirtier. Because this song 
is by gorging. No, this song is called "Gorging on Abortions" by Devouring the Unborn. Yep, and uh, it is what Ryan will say. Fucking crazy garbo, dude. What the? Fuck? These lyrics are insane, but go on. It is brutal poetry. Too hot for radio. Pulverizing the children inside the rotted womb. Blood erupts from your. Consuming the dead infant. My mind is broken now. Vomit forth the fetal remains. Fetal fucking remains. Thank you very much for listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. We're going to throw on a classic little interview we did a couple years back. Check it out. It's Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Metal Shop on the Rock. 99.9 KISW. All right, right now on the phone, we are talking to Carl from Earth Crisis. Uh, thanks for taking the time to talk to us today, man. Thanks for having me on, Ian. Absolutely. Now, uh, your record, your new record, Neutralize the Threat, just came out on July 12th on Century Media. Uh, great record all around. Now, you guys are going into your seventh full length. Uh, what was your approach for this record? Is there anything that you changed? Uh, any tweaks at all to the Earth Crisis sound? Well, Scott wrote, you know, 100% of the music on this one. I wrote all the lyrics. Uh, he's out in California. He would record the stuff at his home studio and basically send the tracks out here to New York. So we put this thing together over the course of like two years. So we had a lot of time to craft it. And I think we took a lot of the ideas on onto the desk and kind of streamlined them. So you guys had, did you, were you kind of like telecommunicating across country to get the record put together? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, like you'd send the songs back and forth and then kind of piece it together like a puzzle that way? Exactly. And we, we went and we did the pre-production here in Syracuse. And then in February, we went out to Planet Z and Zeus recorded the album. And he's done, he's done Shadows Fall and Kill Switch Engage and Hatebreed and oh, Three yeah. Button Warfare. So that guy's huge. All kinds, all kinds of stuff that, you know, we love and we knew we'd get it a great sound through him. Uh, now, uh, tell me, from you, what are a few of your favorite songs off of the new record? Well, I like the title track. I like bo- I like the the first song, Raise, that it opens up with, and, you know, R-A-I-S-E, and then R-A-Z-E that the album closes out with. I think they're both, I don't know, pr- pretty memorable. Now, just to help explain to our listening audience and people who might be hearing this, uh, Earth Crisis, uh, you guys are vegan, straight edge, uh, prescribed to the lifestyle. Um, um, both of these things have gotten, you know, kind of a sketchy mi- mixed coverage in media. We wanted to find out straight from the source, uh, what exactly does the vegan, straight edge lifestyle uh, mean to you? Tell us, uh, the people in the Northwest. All right, well, basically I'm straight edge because, you know, I want to have as many obstacles removed from my path as possible so I don't drink or do drugs or smoke. And I want to obviously, like, be as healthy as I can. And the reason why I'm vegan is, um, is mainly ethical. I want to make sure that I'm not in any way connected to things that involve cruelty towards animals. You know, so, I mean, those are my motivations, and that's my goal. You know, my goal is to try and be peaceful and, and to be, like, uh, the best musician that I can. Well, I had one question for anybody who might be interested in uh, getting involved in becoming um, either vegetarian or vegan. What, what are some good first uh, steps for somebody who would be interested in pursuing that? Well, I think that a book like like Free the Animals or Diet for a New America are, are a great start if people are curious about it. Like, everything's very simplified, and it kind of takes you through, like, step one and two and so on and so forth. Okay, now, uh, you guys went from a mainly hardcore label, Victory Records, in the early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s, to now a 
more primarily metal label on Century Media. Uh, how was the transition between those, are, and what are some of the differences that you've noticed? Well, when we started out with Victory Records, um, the, the president of that label, Tony, was the singer of a band called Even Score that we played with in the early 90s. Right. And when he invited us to be a part of the label, like, it made a lot of sense. Like, they had Bad Brains and Warzone and No Innocent Victim, Zero Tolerance, Bloodlight, like, all bands that we kind of fit in musically with. And over the years, he kind of, like, flipped the script as to what, you know, the what types of bands were, were part of the label and kind of weird, weird stuff that, like, we didn't necessarily fit in on a bill with. So when it came time for us to get these new Earth Crisis albums together, we wanted to make sure we were on a label able to have like you know metal bands and hardcore bands that, that we would be compatible with on a roster and, and Century Media definitely has that and they've treated us really well they're you know they've got offices in Germany and Australia and Japan and they really help like disseminate our music around the world at this point now Earth Crisis is as we mentioned before you've got seven records this is your seventh record coming out but you're fairly well known for one of the seminal metalcore hardcore songs Firestorm uh, how many times have you seen a Firestorm covered and what was your favorite rendition oh that's awesome there's some guy that did like a, a weird like industrial version of it that we heard <laughs> online. Yeah, and then there's another guy um, from somewhere down south who who covered it on acoustic guitar and he like sang it. That was kind of cool. Oh, so it kind of like folky, like just sing yeah, a songwriter, exactly. <laughs> street by street, block by block. <laughs> Kind of like that. He didn't. He didn't sing it word for word, but he like took words out of the song <laughs> and kind of reconfigured them. But it was very clever. That's cool. I'm gonna have to go check that out. Now I noticed that you re- uh, not maybe not recently, but you reunited with drummer Dennis Merrick. But the last time we saw you guys, you were touring with Andy Hurley from Fallout Boy uh, as the drummer. The mix and match of those sounds might be a little confusing to some of our listeners. Uh, how did that come about, and uh, how did you end up getting Dennis back? Well, a lot of people don't know. Uh, you know, before Andy Hurley wasn't Fallout Boy, he was. In extinction and he was in a band called race trader um yeah race trader exactly thank you you know so his his roots like run deep with like the whole metal and hardcore thing and he's very very proficient um drummer and we used to play together with those bands um back in the day so we knew he'd he'd be like a perfect fit for us when dennis wasn't free to go um dennis and his wife had a baby and then like the next year they had another one so okay andy filled in and he did a great job yeah he killed it i was so i was actually really really stoked to see that i was very very happy Uh, yeah he's and and he's an awesome dude to hang out with too he's got a great sense of humor and He's into all the same kind of stuff that we are. Now, uh, you guys just recently put out the new record. Any plans on uh, upcoming tours? Uh, what do you guys have on the horizon? What's next for Earth Crisis? Before we get to what's next, I'll tell you what we just did. And what we just did was a tour of Europe. We were in Germany, Belgium, Holland, Denmark, and Sweden. Right. Um, we we headlined a showdown fest a Saturday night in Agnostic Front, headlined it on a Friday Awesome. Yeah, that was really, really cool. cool. We we played full force with Blood for Blood, and that was their first show back in Mm. Europe since they reunited. So that was pretty memorable. Tell me about that. Now, I know that they've announced an entire new tour. What was it like seeing Blood for Blood get back together? It was awesome. I mean, Buddha and Ian, like, they're bringing it strong. I mean, it didn't seem like there was any rust or anything. So hopefully they'll, you know, they'll have a new record out soon and and they'll be doing like a full scale tour because. It was awesome. Like people were chanting like blood for blood when they came out on stage, yeah. and there was like fifteen thousand people at full force. So it was a pretty serious festival. That's right. All right. Sorry, I didn't mean to sidetrack you. Can continue on. My, my bad. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. And basically, you know, we did those. We did those shows over there, and now we're back in the U.S. and we're starting to plan for um, a tour here in America in September and October. Perfect. Do you think we'll be able to be lucky enough to see you guys in the Northwest? Fingers crossed. 
Yeah, we'll we'll definitely be out there. It'll be it'll be like the entire U.S. and parts of Canada. Okay, excellent. So you heard it right there. They'll be coming on. Uh, so like fall time around then. Yep, exactly. On our Facebook page, we we asked some of our listeners to uh, you know uh, we said that we were going to be talking to you guys and asked if anybody wanted to ask any questions. And we got a listener question from John in Olympia down south. Uh, he he asked your band was involved <clears throat> in a pretty serious van accident back in '95. Um, how did that you know change the trajectory of the Earth Crisis career, or maybe put things in perspective for you guys? Well, it, it that whole incident actually spawned like a project band because our drummer got hurt really bad. He had two collapsed lungs, he had broken collarbone, broken ribs, so he was out of commission for like three months, and that's, you know, during that span of time is when we put Path of Resistance together, which is another band that we've done from time to time. So, you know, we tried to turn, like, the, the lemonades into lemons, so to speak, and, or, the, yeah, yeah, versa, yeah. The lemons <laughs> into lemonades, yeah. that in the reverse. But it, it took a while for people to heal, and it, it definitely let us know that, like, wow, you know, we really do need to be like careful when we're traveling and stuff. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's happened to a lot of lot of bands out there. So just got to be careful, but yeah, obviously yeah. it's been we're, a while. We're, but we're still. Fine. okay. Now let's see. We we got one last question for you. We like to ask this of everybody. Get a lot of interesting responses. Feel free to pick a scar on your body and tell us the story of how you earned it. Oh wow. Uh, let's see. I've got a scar over my left eye, and I was skating um, an indoor half pipe. Okay. And the joke was we turned the lights off on each other. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's pretty dumb, dude. It, it was. And I was doing a frontside lift slide, and I fell, and I hit the flat bottom, and I wasn't wearing a helmet. And I got up, and I started chasing my buddy, the Sarge. I was trying to kill him. <laughs> he shut the lights off on me. He's like, dude, I didn't shut the lights off. You just hung up on the coping. And uh, I was just, like, stunned because I, like, <laughs> Injury, you know. <laughs> you just got up and you smacked your head on the ground. Yeah, I just thought that I just thought that like he had shut the lights off and he didn't. I just fell and I was mad at him for no reason. <laughs> oh but wait, I'm, so your lights went off? Yeah, my lights went off. <laughs> Not the actual lights. And he, t- he, he took me to the uh, he took me to the emergency room and I was fine. Good, good, good. But but that's the origin of that scar. Perfect. Uh, Carl Beekner, fr- vocalist of Earth Crisis, calling from Syracuse right now. Neutralize the threat. Uh, it's out on Century Media. Go pick it up. And uh, you heard it from him they'll be hitting the u.s uh, later on in the fall so we'll be seeing them coming soon carl thanks so much for talking to us man all right thanks and, w- and when uh when you see me if that scar shows up under the lights you'll know why i reversed <laughs> that whole lemonades into our lemons into lemonade thing metal shop on the rock 99.9 kisw this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law